0: Faded under the onslaught of decay. Think of a slab of beef left out in the sun for a couple of days, then add a dash of metallic odor and a tinge of vomit. Are you ready, Captain Boyle? Dr. Vernikett said. He was short, with a shock of white hair sticking out behind his ears, marking the last stand of a receded hairline. He wore a stained white coat, and a lit cigarette dangled from his lips probably to help mask the odor of decomposition, although in this case it might take an entire pack. Sure, I said, aiming for a nonchalant tone. i have seen plenty of corpses, even fished a few ripe ones out of Boston Harbor back when I was a cop before the war, and before my personal count of dead bodies skyrocketed. I'd witnessed a few autopsies as well, And even though I'd wretched bile in the hall midway through my first, no one had seen me slip out. I'd managed to keep it together after that. Cops are supposed to always be in control. And that extended to the morgue. It was part of the job, a duty to the dead. And everyone expected you to get it done without putting your last meal on display. Especially my dad. He was a homicide detective- And he told me when I was a rookie not to disgrace myself when I got around to my first autopsy. That was easy. I simply hadn't eaten a thing that day. He's been in cold storage waiting for you to arrive, the elderly doctor said. No one has claimed the body. He gripped the zipper and glanced at me. I nodded. As he pulled the zipper open... Waves of putrid stench washed over me, each worse than the last. I tried to breathe, but my body revolted at drawing in more of the rancid air. I blinked, trying to make sense of what I was seeing. Dark, bloated flesh, marked by pockets of grayish-white growth on the cheeks and belly. No eyes, no lips. Teeth bared in a hideous grimace. Show me the bullet wounds, I said, unable to focus my watering eyes, trying for quick, shallow breaths. Here, Dr. Wernicke said, pointing to a bicep, seemingly immune to the smell. The bullet went through his arm, a minor wound. He tapped a pencil against a puckered hole on blackened skin, then drew on his cigarette and blew the smoke out his nostrils. I had never taken up the habit, but it looked like a good move. He was killed by this shot to the head. Note the angle. He tapped his pencil again, first on an entry wound high on the forehead, right side, then on the exit wound above the left ear. Oh, where the ear would have been. He was shot in the arm while standing up, I said, trying to block out the barrage of odors attacking my senses. I forced myself to study the body, wishing I could simply bolt for the clean air outdoors. The arm wound was on a straight line. Judging from the position of the headshot, the killer was above him when he fired the second shot. Yes, the victim may have turned away at the last second, Dr. Wernicott said as ash dropped from his cigarette. He turned his own head upward and to the left, this time using the pencil to demonstrate the trajectory of the bullet. He was almost certainly killed in the water or thrown in immediately after death. Because of the grave wax? I asked. I instinctively held my hand over my nose, not that it helped much. Adiposir, Dr. Wernicke said, nodding. The fatty deposits turn into a white, waxy substance when the body is immersed in water, as has occurred in this unfortunate fellow. But it never happens in the presence of insect life- so we can assume that he went into the water immediately. The corpse's gut and cheeks were covered in the stuff which looked like homemade soap mixed with candle drippings. It wasn't pretty, but all it told me was that he wasn't skinny when he was killed. The bottom of the rubber sack was a wash in fluids I didn't want to think about. I pulled back the edges and studied the rest of the body. One foot was missing, the other without toes. His fingers were stubs. Fish food? I asked. Yes, the doctor said. Probably happened close to the shore, before he went out with the tide. Or came in with it. As you can see, there's nothing much left of the